Well, welcome back to another episode of The Good, The Bad and The Bearded With Me, John The Bearded One. So this is a episode that's going to get us a bit back on track um, with the list theme. I was a bit preoccupied with making sure I uh, got the episode recorded and published last week that uh, I kind of missed the fact that we'd uh, started the uh, Henry Cavall list, um, so we, we, we skipped a week. Um, so we missed out 21 to 30, so on, on, on this week... I'll get us back up to date, so we'll do a double list, so we'll go 21 to 40. Um, but first, um, on the list 11 to 12 that we did a couple of weeks ago in the episodes, um, I was going through them as we were discussing them, and I, I got to one, I think it was number 14, lend only those books you never care to see again. And it kind of stumped me, I couldn't really give me, at that time, I was kind of doing it off script and off the off off the hook. Uh, what that meant, so um, I think I put that in the episode that I'd get back to that one. Um, well, one of the long-time listeners and supporters of the podcast um, messaged me whilst uh, he was listening to the podcast in um, in, his, in in the bath, and um, he gave his take on what he thought it meant. He saw it as meaning that if it was something that was special and meaningful to you you'd do anything to keep it close. Whereas if it's something that you're willing to give away or to let go of, then be prepared for it not to make its way back to you. Or it's something that you don't now need in your life. I kind of thought that was a really great take on it. Um, And it kind of made sense to me then. Um, And I don't know whether whether anybody else has that allergy with it or whether they've got a different take on it but uh, let us know I mean it was it was really nice to actually get some feedback from somebody interacting with with the actual podcast itself so any of the ones on the list that you've got an idea if I say something and you think it might be something different or it means something different to you then use the question and answer bit at the end or direct message me um, through the TGBB podcast um, Instagram page and it just helps me and helps each other understand and maybe use it in our everyday lives. So let's get back to the to the list then. So we're going to start off at 21. We're going to run through number 40 out of the 50. And that gets us back up to, to date. So let's get into it. So 21, here we go. Don't allow the phone to interrupt important moments. It's there for our convenience, not the caller's. Uh, I think that's, you know, I'm not sure when this list was written and whether mobile phones at that time weren't as smart a device as they are now. But I think it it still kind of resonates. Um, How many times have you been out, restaurants, gone to rounds to friends and families and just people are doing stuff on the phone. Um, And it's not necessarily like I'm taking an important call or I'm taking an important message. I'm waiting for something like that. It's just checking the status on Facebook. Um, oh, I've got you know a red dot on Facebook, and it's just something like um, one of your local communities picked up some bag of rubbish or something like that. Um, or it's a, 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 a meaningless TikTok or Instagram dance or craze that's going around. And it's, So I get that one. Don't allow your phone to interrupt important moments. I'm trying to use my phone less and less. Um, obviously I used to do the podcasts on them which meant I had to use it for quite a bit but now we've got this studio set up with this Riverside I'm having to do it on the PC uh, on the Mac uh, with with the mic um, so 
it, that's an excuse for me not to use the phone as much. Um, and I think as well, coming off social media for periods throughout the day can only help your mental status, um, help you live in the present and not help you look at other people's lives and see what they're doing. You should just be focusing on what you should be doing um, and focusing on what's on around you and making the most of that. That's the time that you're spending with people. Um, they've chose to come and spend time with you. Don't be rude. Don't be ignorant. Looking at your phone. Um, I think we're, you know, everybody should have in the house a box that literally when people come round, you know, your phones go in it. And you're going to say, right, the, the phones are going to be in it for the next two hours. Let's just concentrate on getting conversation back up, talking about things, finding out what we've done in each other's lives and things. Um, so, yeah, that, that was 21. Number 22, be a good winner. But number 23 is be a good loser. I think they both go hand in hand. I think we had on one of the earlier ones when it was discussing letting children win about that. Yeah, but it, not all the time. It does come, you know, letting them win everything comes at a cost that they don't know how to lose. You know, you've got to be a good winner. You've got to be a good loser. Be gracious in defeat. Um, you know, accept that at, that at that point, the better person has won the game. Um, and obviously when you're a winner, don't gloat in it. You know, you've got people there that have tried their best to, to the, in, on that day, you're the better person. But, you know, appreciate the fact that you have had challenges and, and you've overcome them on that time. So be a good winner, be a good loser. Number 24, think twice before burdening a friend with a secret. Um, with this one, it, I, I, I don't know, because obviously we're looking a lot about mental health and we're looking a lot about the fact that people do need to talk a bit more. I, I think, you know, it depends on what you're classing as a secret. I, th I think all our feelings and our expressions and things like that, we should be able to talk more about how we are feeling. And it depends on what the secret is. Um, I mean, in, in theory, there shouldn't really be that many that you need to keep secrets from anyway. Um, but if it is, is it a secret or is it just, you know, are you just burdening somebody with some extra gossip that doesn't mean anything? Uh, I think there was one saying that something that, you know, you ought, you ought to think about the three things before you actually say something or you, you're telling information to somebody. Is it important? Does it involve them? And is it going to be the end of the world? If it can't class any of those three things, then people, you know, you don't need to burden them with that kind of efforts and things like that. But again, maybe somebody give me an idea of what they take on, on that one. Think twice before burdening a friend with a secret. 25, when someone hugs you, let them be the first to let go. That's a great one. I don't think we hug enough. Um, and, I, and I think hugs are really nice. The, 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 it's a way of expressing yourself, but it's that again, it's that mental health thing and that how people are feeling. If someone comes in and they're gonna and and, and hugs are gonna be like the the accepted thing that you're doing at that point. If they've come in and they hug you. It might not just be the fact that they're giving you a hug as a hi or a bye. It, it could be that they need to feel that closeness at, at that moment in time. So if they've come in and initiated the hug and you're winning and you're hugging them back, don't you then pull away. Let them be the first one to pull away. They need that hug. You're giving them something. It's not costing you anything. It, you know, you, you're giving them something that can just lift that spirit a little bit and make, make them feel wanted, make them feel whole, make them have that closeness. So yeah, let them be the first to let go. 26. Be modest. A lot was accomplished before you were born. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, 
I think it's come good winning, good losing. It comes back to that again. Be modest. You know, it's great to toot your own horn if you've done something that's exceptional, um, but people will notice it anyway. Um, but be modest in it. You know, yes, that might be a massive accomplishment at that time and and everything, and you and you keep going on about it is 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 it's good. But don't forget, like you know, there's been a lot of people before you. A lot of people have done probably that same thing before you again. But be modest, you know, and take it on the chin. Um, keep it simple is number twenty-seven. Don't overcomplicate things. It just makes life messy. Just keep it simple. Number twenty-eight. Beware the person who has nothing to lose. Um, again, if anybody's got any ideas on on this one then yeah pipe up with this as well um it depends on what i suppose which side of the coin you're looking at it i mean somebody who's got nothing left to lose nothing that doesn't feel any worth is on a a, a downward slope um you know they everything has no meaning to them anymore um, if they've got nothing left to lose you know they're questioning what's what's right in their life what have they got left to live for, anything like this. But obviously, I think that's when we can help people by talking, but obviously you need to be beware of, of this kind of person because they can take a, pretty much anybody out with them at, at any given time. Um, but again, yeah, let me know if you've got any other ideas of what that one might mean. Number 29, don't burn bridges you'll be surprised how many times you have to cross the same river. Yeah, I get that one. Um, I think there's a lot of things in life where we're, we're moving on, things like jobs, relationships, friendships, things like that. Um, it depends on how they've ended and things like that. But again, I maybe come back to some of the earlier ones by like keeping it simple, be modest, be a good winner, be a good loser. Um, you never know when that person... You might need that person again back in your life. They might need you back in in your life. Um, I don't think there's anything really when I've left jobs or anything like that where I've given it any more time than I need to. I've moved on and, I, and I've left. I haven't burnt any bridges. I've not offended anybody when I've left. Um, I've always tried to leave jobs leave relationships these things like that where it can be amicable and you can still talk to people afterwards with it you don't know when that person might be the someone who might just be able to help you out in a certain situation that you've got um so yeah don't burn all your bridges i mean there's there is going to be some because life's not perfect people aren't perfect there are going to be some that are literally unsalvageable or unsaving. Um, and maybe you don't want that crap in your life. Well, yeah, that's fine. But it's kind of like saying, just don't, you know, don't make it a repetitive thing. Don't burn bridges. Try and keep some kind of amicable um, relationship there but with, with these people. Number 30, live your lives so that your epitaph can read no regrets. Yeah, I, I don't regret anything. Um, what is the point of regret? Things have done, things have been happened, things have moved on. The only thing you can think of, of doing when you're having regrets is that you're thinking of that all the time. It's in the past, you're reliving it, and it's no good for you to do. 
it's gone, it's done. Learn from it. Don't make the same mistakes twice, um, but don't let it linger. Don't keep it inside, keeping it there, keep looking back on it. Um, and challenge yourself to do something new, something outside your comfort zone, something exciting, something that stimulates. Um, so, yeah, you, you don't want to be looking back at the things that you've never done and wish that you had. Just do them. Number 31, be bold and courageous. Oh, well, this follows on. When you look back on life, you'll regret the things you didn't do more than the ones that you did. Well, they, you know, that, those two go kind of hand in hand. That It's just sort of going over what we've just said. Um, don't look back on your life, of the things that you've missed out on. and Or, you know, just do them as you've done it. 32, never waste an opportunity to tell someone you love them. Or, yeah, I mean, it's it's important for, for us to talk to each other, to explain and, and tell each other how, how we feel. And, and, yeah, don't waste an opportunity to tell someone how you feel. How, you know, if you love them, you tell them that you love them. Um, my wife's dad had a good thing that he used to say about never going to bed angry with somebody. Um, no matter what your argument's been or what have you done you're always at the end of the day before you go to bed and go to sleep you tell them how you, you feel you tell them that you love them um, we have, I think it goes back to this thing now as well that we've talked many many times in the podcast for about tomorrow's never promised you should always think about the, the last thing that you say to somebody um, that might be the, the last thing the conversation that you ever have with that person Um I would hate to think that I've, you know, gone away and had an argument with somebody, had a fallout with somebody, said nasty things to somebody, not cleared the air, and then the that, you know, one in a million thing that's happened where you never see that person again for some unknown reason, whether they've passed on and etc. Anything like that. Um, so never miss the opportunity to tell somebody anything and make it nice. Um, you know, so yeah, just you know, tell them that you love them, but but never go to bed angry with somebody. Never leave a conversation at a point where it that regrets and and sadness can then come from that. Thirty three. Remember, no one makes it alone. Have a grateful heart and be quick to acknowledge those who have helped you. Yeah, I mean, we all need support. No matter what it is in, with work, um, doing fun things, life, um, and be grateful for everything that you've done, and grateful for everybody that you've got around you. They're there, they're supporting you. They're they're there to lift you up when 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 it's down, when the times are down, and you know, you reciprocate that. You be there for the, for the people around you. Number thirty four. Take charge of your attitude. Don't let someone else choose it for you. My take on this is it kind of like your moods. Um, take charge of that. You know, you. I wake up in the morning now, and one of my daily things is before I'm getting out of bed, I'm get up and do anything. I'm saying to myself, today is going to be a good day. You're going to enjoy it. Now let's get up and let's make the most of it. That sets me off. That sets my attitude to be good. And then you have to have a look at what's going to affect you throughout the day. 
you never know when it's going to come. It could be that you're driving to work, someone's cut you up. What would what would be the first thing that's going to, you're going to do? Yeah, you're probably going to react to that. You're probably going to let your emotions take over. You're going to beep your horn. You're going to shout. You're going to do anything. But that's then setting your attitude and your emotion. You start to get angry. You start to be frustrated. So just think that the person who's just cut you up, that they might be already having those issues with frustration, anger, sadness, whatever. Don't let that affect you. They've cut you up. You can't change it. Move on with it. Don't let it change your attitude. Um, I had it at work the other day. I had a, I had somebody that came in and literally they complained about everything. Couldn't do any more than that we were possibly doing for them. We went out our way so much and it, everything just was not good enough. They wanted to complain. Now, I felt literally the energy start draining from me at this point uh, it was so so hard but i had to mentally tell myself i don't know what this person's been through before they've come through the door into my establishment they could have had the worst news ever they could have lost a loved one they could have had some news about their health they could have just been cut up and it's they've got angry like we just talked about and that's affecting their attitude and now they just they can't get rid of it and it's just now emanating from them in a, in, a, in a negative kind of view but I could feel it draining from me and I had to just kind of say no this is not happening with me you be the best that you can be try and pass this back on to this person and not let what their emotions and aura or whatever you want to describe it emanate from them and take over to you so that, that's a good one i think 34 out of this list so far i think that's one of my probably my favorites 35 visit friends and relatives when they're in hospital you need only stay for a few moments but it will mean so much to them i'd, I'd put everything in there as well uh, not just hospital but you know try and see your friends and your family as much as much as you can um, it doesn't have to be long visits, five minute drop-ins. Take that time if you see them in the street, just have a little bit of a conversation to have a catch-up. Um, give them a telephone call. Um, it's just that extra time that you can spend with them. We, we don't know how much time we've got left on this earth. Um, so spend as much time as you can with the ones that you love, with your friends, with your family. Because everything will be gone pretty much too soon and then everything will be forgotten and there will just be distant memories. Um, but I think the hospital thing, yeah, that's when people are going to feel um, vulnerable when they're, you know, when you're in hospital like that. You got visiting time. You don't see a lot of people. You just see a lot of strangers walking around in white coats and things like that, and you never really know what's going on. Um, so that time that you can give just to go and visit them in hospital, it, you know, five or ten minutes worth of your time is is something that completely lifts them up and. Just makes the makes their time in the hospital, you know, seem a little bit better. Thirty six. Begin each day with some of your favourite music. Yeah, I mean, I love music. Um, it's one of my big things. I kind of miss the fact that we don't get music on the podcast anymore, but um, I'm living with that. Um, but music itself, I kind of don't have favorite favorite songs i don't think really um i just love music so i quite like it when i'm i can walk to work and i just stick my songs on shuffle and it's like you know let's see what's coming my way there's sometimes when you think i, I need a specific kind of playlist 
like if I'm training, I want something that's a bit more upbeat, something that's going to pump me up and get that kind of energy levels that I want. If I'm working to work, I'm kind of like, let's see what's going to happen. And I've had all sorts. I've had opera. I've had Christmas songs in the middle of the June. Um, you know, I've, I've had stuff that have been deep album tracks off of artists that I've liked that I've never heard of. And then, you, you know, you kind of open your doors up to new stuff. Um, so, yeah, but I love music. I just think that you can reflect your mood on that one. It doesn't have to be a happy song to make you feel happy. Um, it can be a you know a slow song, but the memories that are involved of it are gonna make ha- are gonna bring those emotions up. But I think by starting your day with 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 music, is fine. I listen to the radio less and less on the way to uh, when I'm driving on the way to work now, um, or because of the news. I just can't be bothered with that. You know, I like just music on the stations. Um, I'm listening to Heart 80s FM a lot at the moment, just some old 80s school, old school tracks. When the news come on, I just turn it off, um, wait five, ten minutes, put them, pop it back on again, because um, I just don't need that in my life. Number 37, once in a while, take the scenic route. Yeah, I mean, I change it up when I go to work, because literally, you know, you've got the same old roads that you're going on. Home, work, home, work. I don't even realise sometimes that I've, got from one destination to the other um, because it's just the same when I'm so used to doing it so every now and then I'll throw in a curveball where I'll, I'll take a different way to work and might add an extra 5 or 10 minutes on but I'm normally that early that I can account for that and go a different way see a different route um, try and get somewhere where it's open scenery um, where you can just maybe even pull up, pull up every now and then and just look at the clouds look at the sun in the sky um taking some sounds and smells and, and the new sights just enjoy it enjoy being able to get out drive have a little bit of freedom and, and see some amazing things i also take a different route every now and then to work because i've just you know got in my head sometimes that it throws people off in case they're following you or tracking you or you know something sinister might be happening it's like oh yeah he uses this route every day of the work five days a week well no i don't know throwing different routes i don't know it's a bit paranoia i think that is but um but yeah so sorry really went off topic there 38 send a lot of valentine cards um and sign them someone who thinks you're terrific uh, I don't know. I don't really send Valentine's cards when I was a, before that. I certainly don't send Valentine's cards now to nights. You know, Valentine's Day is a day, uh, just another day really. It was a bit too commercial, and I love my wife every day. I don't need a special day to tell her that I do that. I I, I think um, the other one are better of tell as many people as you that you know that you always that you love them is is better than sending random valentine cards out to say someone who thinks you're terrific i mean again give me your take on that one i suppose if you look at it, it 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 depends on what era that's from um you could have a lot of people that aren't receiving any kind of attention or valentines and you don't want to leave people out so you know you buy uh, a load of cards and send it to everybody um and it's just to make everybody feel included which i think you know yeah maybe that's a nice thing to do um yeah so 39 Always answer the phone with enthusiasm and energy in your voice. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's something that we always got taught when you're in a job, especially if you've got a job where you're call centre or you're answering the phone, is to say, you know, you, you talk with it with a, with a, a slightly higher tone, energy in your voice, because you don't want to drone on and answer the phone like that, because already your customers are thinking that you're not bothered. So, yeah, you, you've got to ha- add tone and height into your voice. And, again, it makes, obviously, it's in engaging in that conversation. If you talk with an excited tone, excited manners, people can, you know, get the the fact that you're you're interested, that you're listening, you're there and you're involved in that conversation, rather than just a monotone drone of, or nodding your head, or the, mm-hmm, that kind of thing. So, yeah. And then number 40, so we're at the end and we've caught up with the list now. Number 40, keep a notepad and pencil on your bedside table. Million dollar ideas sometimes strike at three o'clock in the morning. This is so true. And I mean, especially for me at the moment, because my sleep patterns are terrible. Um, I can be awake every other hour when I'm when I'm in bed and then it takes me a little longer to get back to sleep. But normally like three o'clock, I'm awake. Um, and I have woken up at times and thought, oh, that'll be a good idea for the podcast or, oh, I've got to remember I need to do that tomorrow or, oh, that sounds good. That, what a good, that, that might be a good idea. Um, and then you've gone back to bed and then you wake up the next morning and I'm thinking, and you're thinking, oh God, I had, I had an idea what I wanted to talk about in the podcast. What was it? What was it? And I can't remember for the life of me. So I got bought a journal actually at at Christmas um, which was specifically bought for me to jot down things regarding like my bucket list and when I did them for the for the podcast Um, so I've got that at the side of the bed um, with a pen and I do now start jotting that down I've got one that I carry around with me in my rucksack Um, so again I could be walking to work and notice something see something hear something on one of the podcasts that i might be listening to or a song or something and think oh i could use that in the podcast or i could use that or i need to tell somebody that or this is some information that i need to know so i'm carrying pads and pens pretty much everywhere that 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 i'm going and i think that's a really good piece of uh, advice so that's the list that brings us up so next week we'll do the last 10 Uh, and as i mentioned if you want to have any other ideas that some of these mean that, that how i've explained them it's just what it means to me and my opinion's going to be different from your opinions or how you want to interpret it then please yeah drop me a message um at, at, on the question answer bit that's part of the podcast or as i say through the instagram uh, page as well so i'm going to talk a little bit about now some of the things that are updated on the bucket list itself um so there's got a couple of things so one of the ones i can't remember what number it was because i haven't got that list down with me at the moment i don't think or i can't find it at the moment was to play a sport i'd never done before and yes i have because i've just got it because i've got the pad in front of me number seven on the list so I'd, I'd not got really much ideas about what i could do with this one we had we were batting around something the idea of like rugby or something like that um and then I'd got like one of my friends uh, was uh, talking about things like lacrosse or basketball or volleyball or anything like that. Well, I've actually got something booked. Um, and I'm going to be doing it on the 20th of March. It's quite local. I'm going for a two hour session to get see what it's like. And I'm going to play pickleball. Um, now, this apparently was in 
a sport that was invented by a couple of American dads in the mid to late 60s. Literally, they could pack a couple of bats up into the car and it was for the kids while they were having picnics out. There's a couple of things about um, where the name Pickleball came from. Apparently, one of them is that it was named... They, they played around a lake, like a lakeside camp that they did, and there was some boats there called pickle boats and it got a kind of a, a, a name from that but that's kind of sketchy and nobody really knows whether that's true the other one is that they named it after their family dog pickle um but again not they're not too sure about that because apparently pickle was the family dog but may have been a year or so after they originally started playing pickleball pickleball but i don't know whether so we don't know where it came from, but apparently it's mid-60s that it's been out in America. But the last kind of, I think, when COVID kind of came in, just before that and throughout the pandemic, and then after that in a big way, it's become one of the most popular and largest growing sports um, in the world. Uh, now, um, in America, they're already up to something like, they've got eight or nine million people that are now actively involved in playing pickleball i can't even get the words out half the time and now in the uk there's centers popping up left right and center and it's a apparently an amalgamation of three kind of racket sports so tennis badminton and table tennis so you play it with a, um, a slightly larger paddle that than a table tennis paddle um, so it's a solid wooden paddle the ball itself is a soft rubber ball that's got lots of perforated holes through it, so it's not ho it's a hollow. Um, the net is apparently smaller than a tennis court net, and the court is actually smaller than a, a, a tennis and, and a badminton one. Now, the rules are pretty simple, apparently. Um, the scoring is the first one to reach 11, so it seems very simple. Um, you have to underarm serve... The ball has to bounce in the opponent's square first. They have to hit it back over the net where you have to let it bounce before you return it. And then after that, it's anything goes. So you can let the ball bounce once before you return it or you can do it on a volley and play a little bit like table tennis and uh, badminton. So I'm going to give that a crack. So I can tick that one off the list. Um, and if I enjoy it, see what it's going to be like. So I'm going for a session at Arnold Hill on the 20th of March. Uh, to play pickleball, so that's one of them. Uh, the other one that I'm updating about is the um, skydiving. So I've been doing a lot of research into this one, and I've been uh, chatting a little bit with Becca, who was the one who suggested I got that one went on the list, and I said I'd put it on the list if she was going to jump out of the plane with me. And so we were, we've been looking at it, and we're thinking that we're going to do it, and we're going to get sponsorship for it and, and and try and get some money raised for some charities uh, to, to, to go with it so I'm going to start looking at the dates that we can possibly both get it and do it on um, but we're looking at the charities so obviously the podcasts um, kind of on that that kind of mental health awareness and mindfulness so we've had a look at some um, charities that, that we can get involved with doing a, a tandem skydive and, and get them involved in it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on the poll at the end 
of the podcast so as, as you're listening you can vote for the charity that you think should be the one that we uh, jump out of and, and raise money for so we've got um, Mental Health UK uh, we can currently sign up to do one with those we've got SANE which uh, there, there are a couple of the ones of the helpline that numbers that I've put on previous podcasts um, we've got other mental health ones um, Men Walk and Talk PTSD UK uh, as, as some of the ones that we've kind of chosen for that one but we have got some other charities as well that we're involved in it. Um, so we've got the Maggie's Cancer Centres. Um, I've done a lot over the years raising money for the um, Maggie's Cancer Centres. We've got the local one in Nottingham close to us. Um, and we've done lots of things for them, um, like sponsored um, runs, sponsored bike rides, sponsored, sponsored dog walks. We've raised a lot of money with them and I've got a lot of time for the Maggie's Centres because they, they do put a lot back into it helping not only the people with cancer but the, the families that are affected by that again being there for support and everything which is kind of ties in with the mental health aspect of it because it's trying to keep that kind of family unit together and understand what the next steps are regarding that one so that's why they're on the list we've also put on things like the links and not air ambulance um great causes um hopefully never have to use them in my life um, but they are underfunded and so we're maybe something like that um, and then we've got things like the Macmillan Cancer Centres, Paws to Rescues and Dogs Trust um, or a few others that we that we kind of like had a look at so it's going to go ahead we're going to jump and pick a charity that we're going to raise money for for the jumps that we're doing um, I'll update you with the dates that we're looking at going to get that on because it'd be nice to have some people come down and have a look at us when we're throwing ourselves out of planes. We will get videos and pictures of everything that we will put up as well. But what I'm going to do is at the end of the podcast, I'll put on some of the ones that we were going to look at doing and you guys get to vote on that and um, and, and we'll go with you know the majority of it um, and, and, and pick one to do and then get it all booked in and keep you updated on that one. So that's where we are at the moment with the with the bucket list. It's still rolling along nicely. Just want to say again, thank you for listening. This one, uh, we've got a backup now. Probably this one's going to come in at around about 36, 37 minutes. So this is going to be a good one for, for you, uh, boss, having a nice bath and a, and a soak for this week. Um, but yeah, just again, thank you for everybody. I appreciate it. Appreciate you coming back. Appreciate you listening. Um, please go on... Your, your, your podcast provider, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Google, Apple, wherever you get it from, please share it. Let's get some listens up. We, we're, we're so close to getting like double figures every week. Um, I'd like to kind of get back up to like the first episode, which I think it's had about 46, 47 listeners and see if we can get an episode that's going to beat that. Um, I'm going to put a little video up on the um, Instagram page. So if you could go on there, we've got 44 people following us on that one so i'm going to put up a password which is going to be pickleball um, and what if you if you go and have a look at the video if you then watch the video and go and listen to the podcast from it stick pickleball in the comments okay so then i know which one of you are at which of you are out there are, are, are listening to the podcast and who are bothered with the instagram so hopefully 44 people on the instagram listen to the video that I'm going to put up 
and then they'll come back they'll go and have a look at the podcast and maybe we'll get the numbers up and maybe we'll get a few more subscribers um so please remember to turn your notifications on so you get notified that the new podcast is coming out um and please like you know let your friends know about it and uh, let's try and get some more people listening to it and more people involved in them i have been listening to uh, another podcast um, which i'm going to recommend it's called better days ahead uh, it's by um, a, a young doctor uh, who I've been following on Instagram for a few years, um, Dr. Aria Young. She's um, out of um, Alabama, I think it is, or Arizona, de- across in America. Um, she she describes herself as a multicolored haired, multi-tattooed, multi-piercing um doctor who specializes in all mental health areas um and she does uh, some holistic approaches to things as well as medicinal approaches to it she's got a good podcast as i say it's called better days ahead go and have a listen to that because obviously she's a professional um and who looks at the areas um uh, and helps with mental health awareness and she's got some really good, I'm about three episodes into it, and she's, it's a really good information on, because she's been there for a lot of the things, so it's, she's not only talking from the fact that she's a professional and medically trained in it, but that she's had these issues and traumas in her life that she's now helping to deal with. So again, go and have a listen to that, um, and expand your horizons um, on all the different podcasts. Um, if you want to have a bit of a laugh, I say always go and have a look at Bad Friends, which is pretty good. There's lots out there at the moment. Um, but yeah, that that would work for me. Uh, I say go and have a listen to her. She's got some good little bits that already I'm taking from it and that I might discuss in uh, future podcasts. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to love you and leave you. Um, stay strong. Look after yourselves. Look after each other um give that positive attitude um get out there and spread that joy spread that light um and yeah and look forward to seeing how you vote and look forward to uh, seeing the numbers go up hopefully and uh, yeah well i'll speak to you again next week bye <laughs>